a good realtor will spend three hours a day calling? This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now, please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. So, welcome everybody to the podcast on how we can stop worrying about Zillow and Realtor.com and all these other things that are going on out there. I preach this stuff in my training programs, and I know Mike, I mean, he's the foremost expert I know in this particular realm, and anytime I get to talk with Mike for a focused period of time, my IQ goes up about 18 points, maybe 24 points, so it's an awesome honor to have him here with me and talk about this stuff, and without any further ado, my dude, Mike Cuevos. What's up, dude? What's up, everybody? Thanks for uh, listening. Looks like we got some fucking rocks are shaking in the real estate industry. People are going crazy. What's going on? You can't buy leads anymore. This is going to be a fun show. I'm excited to talk about this. Folks, uh, thank you for having me. First, my name is Mike Cuevas. I'm the real estate marketing dude. We do a lot of stuff with personal branding, and that's basically all we do. We just know how to build a personal brand and generate attention around it, which is relevant. And I'm not trying to make this a sales pitch, but I want to get into what's happening because this is probably one of the most opportune times I've seen in the last couple of years, depending on which way you're looking at it, half full or half empty. I agree. And what we're going to talk about today is something that I really push inside of my training and coaching programs is you've got to become hyper local and be in control. I have this theory called control versus mercy. So if you're relying on somebody else for your leads, you're at the mercy of them or whatever their decisions are. If you're creating your own ecosystem, then you're in control of that. And that's the goal is to attract business versus go out there and basically be a prostitute to get it, right? How much you're willing to give up to get it. Yep. So, Can I paint a picture of what, this isn't the first time this has happened. For those of you guys, I know in real estate, it seems like Facebook ads has been the buzz for a few years, but you guys, before Facebook ads like really, really took off, there was a lot of companies and corporations that were just generating a bunch of likes. See, the way that Facebook used to work was that you get a bunch of likes and then every time you post on your business page and all, everyone who liked your page would see your shit. And then Facebook said, nah, I got a, it's time to pay to play. And if you want to start reaching the people who like your page, you got to start paying for it. At that time, identically that what's happened in the real estate industry just this week and with Zillow and all this other crap going on, is the same thing that happened in Facebook's world to the marketing industry just a few years ago. And I remember that lesson. And you can never run any business on something you don't fucking control, right? How can you run a business that is feeding you all of that business, but by the drop of a dime or a switch in policy, a switch in direction, you're out of business. And that's a very vulnerable position to be in. And we see a lot of threats, people coming out in the industry. So I think what we want to chat about today is how do we compete against that? Yeah, well, man, you just said a word and it prompted me to talk about something that not many people talk about, but you're going to understand this. And that's a SWOT analysis. You've got to be doing SWOT analysis on your business strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and what you just said, threats. Now here's this real live viable threat to a lot of people's business. 
How are you going to handle that? If you don't know how to handle that as a good manager of your own business, a good business owner, a good entrepreneur, then you can be put out of business. There's a reason the failure rate in this business is so high. And you know what it is? Agents don't know how to run their business. So they get into this, they think it's so easy and they're going to be able to run around and, oh my God, Josh Altman makes it look so easy. It ain't that easy. That 5 or 10% of actually doing real estate is easy, is fun. It's that 90% that sucks and is hard and most people don't even know where to begin and they're being bombarded with different shiny objects from every different way. And what we're going to give you here today is a defined strategy on how to build your business, right? And how to get exposure and how to be the community person that is branded everywhere and people are loving your videos and sharing your content and everything else like that. And that engagement is what builds leads, is what builds business. So Mike, jump into it. What do you want to talk about first? So I think we start off when we're talking about folks is building a brand. We're starting to see the term tossed around in the industry quite a bit. Build a brand, build a brand, build a brand. What the hell does that mean? All right, so let's just first talk about what the hell a brand is. Just, just really simplified amongst people. All right, if, if you guys are watching on the video, I have my two finger puppets holding up. Here's what a brand is. There's two people talking about real estate and your name gets introduced into the conversation. How many people introduce your name in a conversation determines on how big your brand is. In other words, a brand is nothing more than how many people know what the hell you do for a living. And if the term real estate gets dropped, then great. How many people are instantly going to associate your name with it? So a brand is really just top of mind brand awareness, right? It's just how many people know what I do and how I do it. So with that being said, the question is, is how many people in your business right now or in your world, in your SOI, in your Facebook friend list, your LinkedIn connections, how many people actually really know what you do? And at the drop of a minute, if the term real estate pops up, that they instantly associate your name with it. That's what's having a brand is. So how do we get there, I guess, is the question, right? Mm -hmm. Well, let's start at the very basics of business. This isn't a real estate thing. This is anything. And a brand only exists with an audience. Okay. If I didn't have all these downloads on my podcast, I might have people visiting my website. I don't have a freaking brand because no one knows who the hell I am. So how do you build a brand with an audience? It's no different. How do you carry on a successful relationship with your wife? You talk to them. You have consistent communication, right? If you don't talk to your wife for three weeks, are you going to stay married? Probably not. Probably not, right? If you don't talk to your employees every day or your team members every single day, are they really going to be on the ball? No, they're going to deviate. Consistency and communication is exactly how you build the brand. Mm -hmm. Now, the question is, is that how do we communicate? Well, you know, building a brand is nothing about real estate whatsoever. I don't think we need to be talking about market updates and boring people with our sales pitches every single time. I like building a brand through storytelling. I like building a brand through storytelling consistently that has one goal. Don't forget what I fucking do for a living. And here, check this out. It's pretty cool. I think you'd like to see it. Mm -hmm. All right. Entertainment folks. How do you, you build a brand by talking about your business in an entertaining type of way? John, do Johnny, do people come on uh, Facebook to go look at like real estate? Not at all, man. They come on to see the dancing cats playing the piano. Right. So put a dancing cat in a house and remind people what you do playing the piano during your next open house and watch how much more engagement you get. You right. see like a lot of the thing, and I think like with social and tell me what you think, we've both been in the business for a while. I'm no longer actively selling here in San Diego, but one of the things that's never ever really changed in the business is the way people sort of choose their agent. Mm -hmm. Right. And in a business folks, write these stats down if you're going to write down anything, because this isn't theory, this is mathematical. 
You build a brand through consistently communicating with your database, your local community, and or, or any other people. And this is how. 10 to 15% of any audience in the United States, your email list, your Facebook friends, your LinkedIn connections, your social media, whatever, 10 to 15% of them are moving in the next 12 months. Okay? The question is, are they going to use you or not? Most of them don't even know it yet. So building a brand is about consistently being on someone's radar. Now at the same time, 100% of every people on your friends list, on your LinkedIn contacts, on your email list, your database, the people you'd say hello to in the grocery store, every single one of them can refer you a minimum of one deal this year. The question is, are they? Mm -hmm. Well, that's about being everywhere all the time. If you're not everywhere all the time, there's a lot of fucking noise out there. Let's present we're in Times Square. We're in Times, let's compare it to Times Square. It's perfect. You're in Times Square. There's advertisements everywhere. It's a bunch of noise. And that's how I feel the average consumer is. Like, there's 37,000 realtors in San Diego County or something like that. Yeah. Like, you could trip over a realtor walking to the grocery store. Just literally, like, say, I'm a realtor and popping a, a video every two months or reminding people every so often every blue moon, it's not going to build your brand because it's not consistent enough. And let me give you guys an idea. In my world, real estate marketing, dude, I have a podcast that publishes every Saturday. Okay. If that podcast doesn't publish every Saturday, my website traffic goes down by about 30 to 40%. Mm -hmm. And it takes me two weeks to grit those people coming back to my site. Absolutely. Right. And it's the consistency in the podcast, right? Why am I creating a podcast like this with Johnny right now? I'm creating value. I have to remind you guys who the fuck I am and what I'm doing. If I disappear, so does my business. So does my offering. Mm-hmm. So I, I blog the same way. I, I'm creating several different forms of media. Podcast is one of them. Blogging is another one of them. I'm doing webinars. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. But I'm trying to be there all, everywhere all the time. And all I'm doing is providing value. I'm not looking for sales. Providing value, being relevant, coming from, I hate to even say this term, but coming from that contributional state, right? Be re- and being relevant, being relevant. And let me touch on that real quick because we're going to go down a, a video place in a minute. One thing that drives me crazy is if you're going to do this, at least do it halfway right. You don't have to do it 100% right, but halfway right for a start. But to do the open house video, if you, if you don't even have a $99 stabilizer, just almost, almost stop. Nothing worse than having that shaky, oh, let me turn it around now. And the whole time the video is like this, I last about maybe seven seconds. Right. So if you're going to retarget uh, an audience based upon engagement, do it on the three second video watch and you'll get me. If you do it on the 10 second, you're going to miss me. So if you're going to do this, at least do it halfway right and be consistent. Totally. Be consistent. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut in. I just like to talk. No, it's perfect. The point is, is that you have to be pumping out consistent stuff. And let's segment me why this is important for Realtor.com and Zillow. And this all revolves around creating content. You cannot build a brand without creating content. So let's define what content is, particularly to real estate. I just shared with you what content in my world is. It's webinars, it's podcasts, all stuff. But in real estate, they have a whole TV channel dedicated to it. It's called HGTV. We've all watched it. They can literally copy what they're doing. The appetite has already been proven that people like consuming that type of content. So why the hell are we trying to recreate the wheel? We don't need to. If you really want, you're right, watching HGTV. Also watching uh, Guy Fieri. Okay, because when I get down to Florida and I get licensed down there, 
What I'm doing is showcasing local restaurants. I already started collecting data. I put out a poll, who's got the best pizza in the area? Hey, who's got the best Chinese food in the area? I've been collecting data, so when I go down there, I can hit these places one a day for a week. I can record the content now and release it later for the next six months, but I'm gonna put my own little series together showcasing restaurants, and what does that do? That does a couple things. I'm not selling any house, okay? I'm not selling any house to do it. It's sponsored by my company. Right, and they'll get that little tag at the end. I'll be able to pixelate you, whatever, and get engagement that way. But what it's doing is it's building my brand saying, wow, this guy cares about the community. I'm networking now with businesses, okay? Businesses have a bigger reach than the individual. An average person has 50 to 100 person reach. Average business is 2,500. So if I get at the end of the year, 12 businesses times 2,500 is a whole lot more than 50 times 50. Okay, so now I'm bringing value to that restaurant, maybe doing a $25 giveaway. I'm adding it to my, here's the two words, everybody, write these down, community page. Nothing to do necessarily about, I sell real estate, but I can now start to build up this following on my community page. It grows, it grows, and grows, and grows, and it's all going to be video. I can share events into that page that are local, that are just filler ads, and here's my video on this, here's my video on that. Oh, by the way, you're looking for a list of homes. Oh, by the way, here's the new construction oh by the way here's the open houses this week right now I'm starting to build this communal this local community with good quality video and bringing content to the area when you want to and plus I'll put it on YouTube and when you want to know who's got the best pizza in the area I already did it voted by the people went around to 10 different places tried them all out here's my pick right a little bit yeah. of work what Johnny's talking about is that he's talking about creating hyper-local community content that doesn't necessarily deal with real estate, but reminds people what you do for a living. Mm -hmm. So if Johnny's down in South Florida, when he moves down here, he's going to start doing these business interview restaurants and exploring town, probably as a Northeast guy looking for the best pie or the, with his little accent being him, he's probably going to attract people there from the Northeast too. And there's a lot of snowbirds down there, I imagine. So that's probably going to be a legion site for him. However, would Johnny be doing videos on businesses or local communities or neighborhoods if he wasn't in real estate? Unless he's just a total loser and he's got nothing better to do, right? When Johnny's on video talking about his local community or the people within it, what he's really saying to everybody is, hey, I'm a local expert. And one of the top things people look for in real estate is a local expert. Now, here's the other thing. Johnny, tell me if you agree or not. Do you believe that you must first, that people hire ultimately the people that they know, like, and trust? Sure. No like and trust, yeah. So Johnny's showing him in the business side. And Johnny taking a bite out of that piece of pizza and we catching that on camera. Johnny smiling with the business owner. Johnny just being Johnny, he's being fucking human. Mm -hmm. Okay? And that human is what makes you approachable. Yeah. Personality will come out in the videos that he's creating. Yeah. And the personality is what's going to attract people like in anyways. It's the matter of who's Johnny going to put his personality in. If I'm Johnny and I'm going to Florida, I'm getting all of the Northeast people because that accent is going to, need to attract them. Hey, you're just like me. It's like how when I meet someone from Chicago, I'm like, bro, the guy's automatically on a fucking other pedestal because I'm like, you're from Chicago. We're from Chicago. We got a great local. We like each other. Right. right? That's what my brother's from another mother. This is my sister's from another mister. I tried. You, yeah, you're tried. For you, it's going to be the, the, the exact same thing, but we're overthinking this stuff. This isn't lead generation. This is attention gathering. We don't want leads. We want attention. When you have attention, you attract leads. You don't have to fucking chase them. Yeah. And that's all we're talking about doing. And the reason why everyone keeps talking about become the digital mayor of your town, do this digital thing, do this digital thing. No one's doing it. Mm -hmm. 
It's wide fucking open. Are you kidding me? Like, wide what open. are you waiting for? Wide open. Wide. And whoever generates that attention now mm-hmm. will have it for the long term. I had the luxury maybe three years ago, or the privilege, not luxury, privilege of having lunch with somebody up in Vancouver who's been doing this. Before there was uh, stabilizers, he was just doing it on this, right? 100,000 people in his groups. I think he sells 400 houses a year, just him and maybe four on his team, ad, basically admin staff, buyer's agent or whatever. And all he does all day long is go Facebook Live from different places and does good videos. I mean, he's got great video, of course, but he does Facebook Lives from the fair. The, the, the mounted police actually give him, he was telling me, they're the APBs, right? They give it to him because his reach is bigger. Now, he doesn't sit there and say, I'm a realtor, I'm a realtor, realtor, but everybody knows. And he says when he goes to the supermarket, it takes two and a half hours because everybody stops him. Now, isn't that a wonderful thing? Don't you want to be that person in public? Hey, I see your videos everywhere. When you sit down, here's the other thing that people are missing, Mike, the C word, the credibility word. When you sit down with somebody and you've already branded yourself out there with these other things, you have this certain level of instant credibility. Yep. Right. Not because you're doing the open houses or, hey, look at my new listing and all all that stuff to me is braggadocious activity. But when I can bring you something and I can hook you and then all of a sudden you get a call from me, my ISA, a piece of marketing or whatever it might be like, hey, that's that TV guy. That's a guy that does all those restaurants or or networks with businesses. So people feel like they know you. Yeah. Yeah. So if I can help my community thrive. Not only are those business owners going to want to help me, their customers are going to want to help me because I'm promoting. The, the Chamber of Commerce is one going to get involved. It gives me this whole other explosive world to network from. And I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I do this thing called the Lead Generation Quadrant. And you got calls, networking, online, and then traditional marketing stuff. So if I start to do this online and I'm networking offline, those two things right there are enough to, to balance each other out to blow your business up. And you don't ever have to pay for leads. Somebody asked me today, how much do you spend on leads? I said zero. Yep. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't buy any leads. I haven't bought leads in 15 years. I mean, last year I haven't been selling, but prior to that I hadn't bought leads in, in 10 years. That's all we've ever done. Johnny, you brought up a couple points. Here's why this is important. Let's tie this all together, right? If people know agents that they know like overwhelmingly everyone said what referral SOI referral SOI like like just not even close mm-hmm. right and the question I have for everybody is then why do we spend 90% of the conversation of generating more business on shiny objects when the truth is that 70% of the business is coming from the people we already know in the local community why are we talking about how to do that more why are we talking about how to become that more and that's why we're having this whole freaking conversation today the second thing is you have to remember this is why attention is important 76% of people used the first agent they spoke to. Mm-hmm. In a world dominated by the internet, that first conversation starts six to nine months in advance today, folks, because that's how the consumer habits are online. So mm-hmm. generating attention all the time is getting on people's radars. The more of it you generate, the more radars you come across. And all this is, top of mind brain awareness. Be the first person you think of. So here's something that I did yesterday. I posted in one of the groups, where did your last three listings come from? Here are mine. Bang, bang, bang. And there's, at this point, over 400 comments on that post. Referral, past clients, fear of influence, right? That was the majority. A couple were website, a couple were RDC or Zillow or something. I mean, when I say a couple, if there's 500 comments too, the majority, the lion's share, and I'm saying over 80%, 
was past clients referral and SOI. That's exactly where we as agents truly want our business to come from because we already have a certain level of credibility in there and notoriety in there and trust in there, right? And now all of a sudden it's like, hey, Mary, isn't that your agent? Wow, he's putting out great content. He's putting out a great video. Oh, hey, do you think you can get him to do my bakery? right? Do you know him? Can you ask him to do my bakery? Now, all of a sudden, things start to flourish that way. But when the majority, like you just said, and what I proved in the post yesterday and today was that the majority of our business is coming from the people we know, like, and trust. And maybe even just on a fringe, they might know who you are. But now imagine this, Mike, you're putting out a whole bunch of awesome content, awesome videos. You're having fun with it, right? It's not even like working. Uh, skip the happy hours, man. Go to those later and, and, and do something like this. Now all of a sudden add some networking into your business and you go to a networking event and people are like, hey, are you the guy that does Yes, I Am? Oh, now all of a sudden it gives you again that level up credibility, that level up notoriety amongst that person, right? And now you're networking increases so it gives you this whole thing and now all of a sudden you're talking to bill who owns bill's i don't know foba and or fa i guess you say it, fa, or ramen bar bill's ramen bar right and bill's like hey man i love seeing your stuff can you do one at my place absolutely yep. who's got the best ramen right and now all of a sudden you're, you're building these relationships and at the end of the day let's let's segment into that the types of content to create because i think that's where people get stumbled and let's, let's start with this business owner. Let's dive deep down into it. Johnny brings up an excellent point, you guys, is that there's a why behind, there's a different strategy for different types of videos that you can create. Ultimately, the number one rule is regardless of what you create, you got to be consistent with it. And this is no differently than direct mail farming. If you guys were to farm a neighborhood and you quit after four months or took two months off, you just fucked up the whole campaign. Let's be honest. You have to do it consistently over time. That's how you build a brand. You don't build a brand by doing it sporadically. So that's first, and just like anything in any other business. But once you get it, what type of videos are you going to create? Neighborhood, business, points of interest. You want to do case studies. So let's go through a lot of different examples. But business owners, I like a lot for what Johnny says. Mm -hmm. Guys, got to remember, the business owners of your community represent about 5 to 7% of the population that thinks the same way most of us do because we're all pretty entrepreneurial. Anyone who's going to get out videos is an entrepreneur. So, so someone who this is going to work for. Now, I don't know about you, but those are better referral sources. 100%. And focus on creating mini TV commercials for them. Mm -hmm. The same way you build a relationship offline is the same way you build one online. Okay. You have to give value first. You can't just come out there and ask someone to get in the sack the first time you meet them. You got to take them on a date first. You got to make them laugh. You got to, you know, it's the same thing as dating, you guys. It really is. And that's what content does. If you don't have content, you don't have an excuse to initiate conversations. But what we're seeing with these business interviews is, is yeah, you're turning them into referral sources because you're creating mini TV commercials for them. And they're like, dude, you're awesome. Thanks a lot. We want to serve others and drive awareness around them. Who's the coach that always says, when you give, you get. It's called reciprocation. Or is that how you can say that, right? That's the same thing here. And as you build your value with these different agents, you take that business owner and you put them on your email list, your direct mail list, you face some, your Facebook friend him, you start building your relationship consistently through channeling and through messaging. But it all starts with consistency. Yeah. And you know what you do with that business owner and take a little piece of Michael Mayer, who's a phenomenal coach when it comes to relational marketing and referrals, right? Shout out to Michael there. Is that person then becomes an ambassador right? If you can bring in 10 new customers who try that restaurant, 
here's the thing, Mike. When I did my very first community uh, showcase, I did it at an ice cream place in my town. It's a big, small town, right? So there's a whole bunch of people that are, they think they're really important, but we're really a small town. There's one ice cream place. So I did it there and everybody has copied me since. That thing had gotten 8,600 organic views and 80, like 8,500 paid views because I boosted it for 40 bucks to a 10 mile radius, right? Basically the size of the town. Hey, just like, share a comment on this and blah, blah, blah. And when people do that, now I can invite them to like the business or the community page. Right. I went in there to drop off the $25 gift card. The business owner was so thankful. I had bought it and then I used it and then I said, I'll drop it off there tomorrow. It'll be there tomorrow. The business owner was like, thank you so much. We got so many new likes to our business pages or whatever you need. Awesome. Just let people know about me. And that was the first run. So imagine now all of a sudden you went from zero people on your community page to 200 to 600 to 1,000. Your reach grows and grows and grows through the C word consistency. Uh, you continue to do that once per month, one business giveaway per month. You do the community, you do the profile of the business, you do the giveaway. So there's two videos that literally take maybe two hours total to produce. I do the giveaway live. I actually yep. put a, I get the green screen and I'll put the place behind me and I'll do it live and I'll give it away. What are some other videos? So there's the business to business. Business, okay. business owner interviews, touring around town. The key is matching it up to your brand message, guys. We won't get into that today, but doing stuff that's authentic to you. And if you're creating content on stuff that you're uncomfortable with, you're going to look stupid on camera. So it's super important to dial in your messaging and your brand. Like for Johnny, Johnny, we're going to use you as an example. So like, again, I'm, I storytell. You guys are going to actually comprehend what I'm telling you now through storytelling. And we're going to use Johnny as an example. Mm -hmm. And so when Johnny goes down to Miami soon in Florida, he can start a TV show or little mini reality series called Miami Transplant. The Miami Transplant is all talking about what relocating people probably look for in Florida. And that is the excuse for Johnny to go out there and report his news. So Johnny's going to be on, create a show where he's going to be on the search, going to different businesses, try to find what it's like being back home, but in Florida, because he's naturally going to relate to all those business owners anyways. So he's going to go to the New York pie place or whatever you guys fucking eat out there. He's going to go to the hot dog spot. I don't know, whatever the Boston guys eat and drink or whatever, right? That's Johnny. Johnny's going to create Northeast United States or Boston in Miami. And in the process, he's going to find a bunch of his brothers from another mother, sisters from another mister, because he's surrounding himself with his tribe. Johnny's going to be authentic on camera because he's talking about stuff he likes. It's not just about creating a business owner interview to go check a box. It's about creating a business owner interview that's authentic to you, that you actually like, and that your authenticity will shine. Second thing is Johnny my, Miami transplant. Let's say uh, Miami neighborhoods. Let's do neighborhood tours. This could be another one. So when I was moving down here, I didn't know where I was going to end up. And today we're standing in Plantation, Florida. And what we're going to discover is what the hell is Plantation, Florida, right? So we're going to go through the schools, the streets, the commutes, because a lot of people moving to Florida just don't really know how it is. So come with me real fast. Now Johnny can go ahead and he obviously would be targeting relocations. Another type of interview he could do is a point of interest. He could pick out the favorite spots that most people in the market really don't know about. Things like skydiving, mm -hmm. secret spots, secret beach spots, secret tides, places you can go fishing and no one knows about. You throw your lure in the freaking water and you catch a shark. Mm. Right? It's just stuff that adds value that only a local expert would know. The best one I like are case studies. Every case study is HGTV. It's the most powerful video I see out there, but nobody's doing it. Instead of us saying just listed, just sold, how about 
this 49-year-old homeowner just upgraded his house from renting to owning. He got an extra bedroom, plus he's spending $400 less a month on his housing payment. Here's how. Follow me. People are going to absorb that. That's HGTV. Every freaking listing should be a case study. Every buyer should be a case study because you have to start storytelling. Right. And now think about this too, Mike. We all work with the person I'm about to say, and you can, if you're working, and I'm saying this not to bombard agents, to get you to think outside of your box, because I'm going to say this, I know I'm harsh on agents. I'm one, so I can be, that's my excuse. But most of y'all don't think globally. You think so locally and what is everybody else doing, right? Now imagine you got a client that you sold a house that they're going to rehab and flip. How cool would it be to walk through there with a smooth four when they bought the house? Oh my God, this is what it looks like. Some stills or whatever like that, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, you go in there in week two, week three, you show the whole progression and then you can release that. And then you can release that on Facebook and that's going to get a ton of views. You can release that on YouTube and start to build that following on YouTube as well. Put it into a playlist, rehab properties, right? Call it whatever you want to call it. And for the record, it's Cape Coral, not Miami. But same uh, concept. I love it. I absolutely hey, love the Palm trees and ocean. Right. That's it. Palm trees and blue waters. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so think about it. Where are you? And then another thing that you can do too is video testimonials with your clients. Right? How many people are doing them? Zillow? You know, and that's always a million dollar question that's asked in the groups. Where should I put my referrals? And I know some people have tried an all in one solution. It didn't work. Should I put them on Zillow, realtor.com, here, here? Imagine get a video referral from a local attorney, a local orthopedic surgeon, local whoever, business owner saying, you know, I really like the process with him. Right? It really, 90 second video. Right? It's impossible to sell your own stuff. Third-party endorsements is everything. Let other people tell how good you are. You should never say how good you are. You don't have to, as long as you're good. I mean, <laughs> but. So, Think about this, y'all. Mike, you can probably add some to this, too. Imagine I get 10 videos of referrals, right? We're just going to use referrals. I'm going to create an audience based upon engagement. That's then going to watch this video. That's then going to watch this video. That's then going to watch it. You're not going to get away from me. You're going to have to block me. Right. Yeah. And that that's the power of retargeting, especially with video and video allows the most important thing. And that's that retargeting. If somebody watched half your video, 50 percent of your video, there's a pretty good chance that they were interested in the message that you're saying until their wife or their husband yelled out on a dinner's ready. And then they shut the phone down and left. Or they're done going to the bathroom because most videos watched on the toilet, I was told. Um, I think you bring up a good segment here because I'm sure people are like, well, how does this help us compete against Zillow and all that? Folks, you have to get in the habit of creating content. Without content, you'll never be able to retarget. Mm -hmm. So like what Johnny just says is exactly right. We're creating, and let me just paint the picture. So we create a boatload of content to create a boatload of attention. And in the process of doing that, you're creating a bunch of retargeting audiences of the website visitors, people who've engaged with your page, people who have watched a certain percentage of your videos. And once you have that audience, now you can advertise to that audience and say, hey, are you looking to buy or sell? Because you've already obtained permission to and you've generated their attention. You can't go for the kill the other way around. So it's like a one, one two step type process. We won't get too much into retargeting, but I will for the guys and women that love sports. This is the play action. Okay. You got to set up the path. You got to set up the handoff, handoff, handoff until you could pass the ball right in football. And that's what retargeting is value, value, value. Oh yeah. By the way, can I help you? That's the easiest way to sort of um, get your head around it, but you can't retarget without content. Correct. And here's the thing, Mike, I've never sold anybody anything. I said this yesterday to somebody. I said, I've never sold anybody anything. They have bought a lot with my help. 
right? A lot of people have bought with my help because I'm not sitting there hard selling you. So when I can basically subliminally soft sell you, I guess, and I can just lay it out there and you're like over and over and over again, you get to see that. I'm not hard selling anybody. I'm just bringing relevant, cool, out of the box ideas, contents or whatnot. I just want to answer this real quick. Donna asked, so make a community page. Should I not post any of this on my business page? My opinion is you can do it either way. Now, I'm going to say this. I was mentored by a fantastic dude a couple of years ago, Ryan Foland. He created the 313 method of communication, and it was more geared towards when you're going to present the VCs and stuff like that on, on so you can present correctly. And what he said is, I'm not going to get into his entire method, that, but Google him, 313 method, Ryan Foland. But what he said is when you say to somebody what you do, instantly the guard goes up. And realtors are one of the highest, I think, when somebody says, what do you do? I'm a realtor. So if you put it out there as ABC Realty sponsored, here's a community, right? You're going to have, I'm sure, some push into the community with that. But I think if you go in there as saying, I'm Cape Core Living versus Johnny Moe Realty, the guard is down. I'm a neutral voice. You're exactly right. The reason why we name series is for that reason. Because if I don't have an excuse to report my news, I'm selling. Mm-hmm. right? And I'm making a statement of facts versus telling stories of other people. So when we come up, like, let's just use your example here. Hey, what's up? This is Johnny Moe. And today we're going to talk more about Johnny Moe. And guess what? We're going to go and see what Johnny Moe would do today. Sorry, Johnny Moe. No one gives a shit. But when Johnny Moe goes, Hey, this is Johnny Moe with another episode of the Cape Corral transplant or whatever, Cape Corral, whatever the fuck your movie, Cape Corral transplant. <laughs> and today we're going to discover exactly what the commute times are at this location. And we're located at one, blah, 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 blah. It gives him an excuse to report his own news. Even though he's selling, he's not. It's all positioning. And I want to say this to everybody. Don't be afraid to start a new page. I just started like six. And why don't be afraid? I know you might look at it and say, but I got 452 likes. Listen, our buddy Sharon had 20,000 followers on Instagram and he shut that down to start brand new because he said he was doing it the wrong way. So he shut down that 20,000 follower profile to start brand new to do it the right way. Don't be afraid to start over. If you're going to do a separate community page, it's all about, do you have the time to run it the right way? Mm -hmm. And if you don't just make your business page, your freaking community page, you can mix in everything. Keep it simple. It doesn't matter as long as your content is good. Here's the importance of that networking component thrown in, and we got, we're at 340, so we'll wind it down in five. The networking component, if you have what I call the power circle, now different people call it different things, right? Allied forces, inner circle. I call it the power circle. Your mortgage person, financial advisor, insurance person, and an attorney of sorts, right? Divorce attorneys make great referrals. So you need them both ways. Now, all of a sudden, if each one of those people are posting one or two articles a week and you can just copy and paste y'all boom copy and paste and facebook's pretty smart it takes all that information over for you wow this looks great publish schedule tomorrow at two right now you can have a series going if each one of you take one day if each one of you take one time to write a, a small blog article or something else like that now all of a sudden you're leveraging which is the key word in what we need to do you're leveraging yourself where you've got one day and everybody else has one day and now all of a sudden you have all the content you need now you can start to do videos with the mortgage person the videos with you're leveraging all these other people and situations so it's not all thrown just on you Don't miss that piece. Leverage your connections. If you're doing business with a mortgage person, guess what? We're building a business together. This is how we do it. 
And you got to multi-purpose this content. When you're building a brand, you got to create content. There's no better investment than creating content around your brand because it lives forever if you multi-purpose it in the way I'm going to show you right now. Every single video I would accompany with a blog post on your website. Uh, the reason for that is written. Some people like content written. And the truth is your videos are never going to explain the entire point because you're not going to maintain anyone's attention for longer than three minutes. So I use the video to sell the click. I bring people to my site. Second thing is every video needs to go on your YouTube channel. You got to do the math is that your brand grows as you create more content. And yes, if you're going to create content, yes, you need a website and do it from this way. Johnny, I'll ask you a question. If you came to real estate marketing dude three years ago, I mean, you've never met and I had like two podcasts up, maybe a couple articles. Are you going to second guess me? Yes. Now when I have 90 fucking podcasts and 80 something articles and thousands and thousands of website visitors a day, do you second guess me? Have I met you yet? Just kidding. I wouldn't because, you know, you have that consistency. You have the social proof. The consistency and content and content on your site will build your authority and local expertise. And you can use it over and over and over and over again. This is not Zillow or Realtor.com where you either have a positive ROI or you don't in 30 days. Mm -hmm. Every time you renew that budget. And you're competing you with nobody. You're competing yeah, you, with nobody. The next question we were going to ask is like, what's my ROI? I don't know. I can't quantify this. Neither can you. Nobody can. No one can quant. Nobody knows what makes that person pick up the phone and call you the day they finally decided to buy that house. Was it the video you saw? Was it the last 10 they saw? Right. What we do know is that it contributes to them making that call because they can't get you out of their head. That's attention. Yeah. And I can tell you from some of the people that I'm friends with on Facebook that use your services, I'm seeing their business grow. I'm seeing their engagement grow. And it's a patience thing and it's a long-term play. But if you rely on Zillow, if you rely on Facebook, they can't do the hyper-local marketing like you can. Become that social, that, that person locally. Somebody did a video. They are out in California. I forget who it was. Forget what town it even was. But it's like one of those towns where people are like, oh, that's not a good town. No, but they've cleaned it up over the past 15 years. And the person did this beautiful showcase video of that town. And it's like, wow, that town has like been revitalized. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's right near the water. And he did this five-minute video, which was fantastic. Here's the headline for that. Insert town name does not suck. Here's why. And watch your engagement and put it in front of the whole town and watch them share the living daylights out of that thing. Right? And people are going to love it. People are going to thank you. You're stepping out of the box. You're being different. Somebody asked a question, tips for staying consistent. And I would say consistently doing activity, <laughs> right? But make a schedule. Print out a schedule. When are you going to do what? What days you're going to do it? I had to do it. Right? When you start creating content, everything's with consistency and you have to pretend you're a media company. I mean, if you follow Gary Vino, you hear this all the time, but the podcast, like if today, what's today? The March, end of March, right? So the videos and the content I create in March will come out in April. Mm -hmm. The video and content I create in April will come out in May. The video and content I create in May will come out in June. So I'm always staying 30 days ahead of it because life will get in the way. Your kids will get sick. Soccer mm -hmm. practice will pop up. Your wife might not pick up your son and you're going to have to go that. You're going to have to cancel that shoot. When you're 30 days advanced in it, it's always about consistency. And all you simply do is make a publishing schedule. Mm -hmm. I publish blogs every two weeks on Wednesdays. I publish podcasts every Saturday. That's my content schedule and I never miss it. And once in a while when I do, I get my ass kicked. And we could be here, Mike, all day long talking about the intricacies. Let's just take, and we're not going to go down. We're not going to go down. I'm just going to say this as an example. 
there's a strategy to you. There's a strategy to blogging. There's a strategy to Facebook. There's a strategy to Instagram. There's a strategy for each one of those. So unless you're willing to learn, and I don't know the strategies for all of them. I'm learning YouTube right now. And there's a lot that I never knew about YouTube. I wondered why I had 21 followers. And you got to have the title just right. You got to do some keyword research. You got to have the description right. You got to do some keyword research. You got to have the tags right. You got to do some keyword research, right? You got to have thumbnail, ending screens, uh, all these things. Now, here's the question I know how to change oil in a car. You, you take a plug out, oil comes down, you put the plug in, put more oil in. You know how to do that too, right? Yep, it's been a while. I'm probably pretty rusty at it, but yep. Do you change your own oil? Nope. No, neither do I. And my point there is Mike has a done-for-you service, right, where they know how to do these things. And when I get down to Cape Coral, who do you think I'm using? Um, because I'm not, I don't have the time. I'm going to be standing up a, a pretty big team down there. I don't, being the operations manager, I don't have time to do all this and the editing. That, that's the thing I think scares a lot of people is the topic in the editing or the script sure. in the editing or what equipment do I use? Tell me a little bit and we're going to wind it down because it's 346, but tell me a little bit about when your service, Mike, what do you provide people? Pretty much all of it. I'll give you guys a quick one, two, three version. And then if you guys want more information, feel free to visit the site, but it's quick and easy. What we do is step one, we build a brand and build a brand story, figure out what your messaging is. We name your show, we build your script. Now you know what to say. What we look for is longevity and authenticity so that you'll never run out of shit to say, in other words. Once that's done, we build you your show series. We show you exactly how to film it. You go out and film your first one to two. You send the footage to us. We write a blog post. We optimize it on video. We write your social posts. And you just keep on going. We do all the grunt work that you can't find an assistant to do because no one knows how to do what we're doing in general. So you basically take the confusion out. Yeah, in a nutshell. Yeah, because I, I tell you what, that's I think the thing that intimidates people the most, Mike, is the the confusion, the misunderstanding. They just don't know how to do it. J just like generating leads, they're doing this. Where if you just did this, you would make more money. You'd make more business. You wouldn't be running around. You wouldn't receive burnout. And there's a real thing on social media called social media burnout, where you're going like a bat out of hell, and then all of a sudden you fall off, and that fall off is a kiss of death. Yep. I see another question. Any other promotion ideas, please, besides restaurants? Gregor, it's going to depend on what your brand is. I have brands of people that give back. We have one that we just did. It's called Hometown Heroes, and it's all focused on people in the community versus businesses. So it really depends on what your brand message is, and only you would know that. And you create content based upon what that is. That'll determine what makes the cutting room floor in terms of content you create or videos you shoot. That laser focus is what really puts you in front of your tribe. And it all depends on your area too, right? You might be in an area where there's yacht clubs and boating clubs and golf club, you know, uh, what do they call them? Golf clubs, country clubs, right? Country clubs. <laughs> around. Okay, my area is known for this. It might be skiing. You might be in an area where skiing. Well, how can we bring skiing into this? Because this is what we're known for. So it all depends on your community knowledge and expertise. What's your community known for? I do restaurants because I'm a fat guy and I like to eat. Yeah. No, no other reason. Yeah. But you probably love food. You're a foodie. Love, right? I'm a total foodie, yeah. No, that fits you right. Me, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not as big as a foodie, so I probably wouldn't do restaurants. I do like outdoor activities, and I do things that are dudes or places you can drink at. How about that? Right, um, there you go. With your, with your kids. No. 
And then you can even, like you were saying, have li little hidden gems. Hey, nobody knows about this little beach. If you're not from here, this is a great little beach. Now that all the locals will hate you because everybody starts going there. But there's little hidden gems everywhere, right? Again, being a foodie, food trucks, micro brews. There's so many different things. It all depends. I would say this too. What's your passion? Yeah. What, what's your interest? And how can you live through that. that interest? Right? Totally. It's not about real estate. Mm -hmm. It's about connecting relationships. Just know that everyone lives somewhere. It's about building need... an ecosystem. Correct. And you are the eco master. Yep. Right? And again, it's also about when you stop building this stuff, it's all about control because you can ban people from coming into your group if there's other agents. So you want to have a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, five thousand people where you're the only realtor in there. Tell me that's not beautiful. I think it is. Yep. All right. So it's 350. I don't like to go more than this. Mike, give us, how, how does somebody connect with you? Visit our site, guys. It's really easy. Realestatemarketingdude.com. That's realestatemarketingdude.com. Spelled just as you thought it would be. There's a bunch of webinars on there. There's blogs, podcasts. You know, go check it out. There's a lot of stuff about content creation and personal branding. So if you have any questions, you can always message us. But thank you. I appreciate that. I didn't plan on plugging my site today. But as long as we're here, realestatemarketingdude.com. <laughs> awesome, man. I always appreciate talking with you because we see the same way and in that area you 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 excel so I hope everybody uh, takes it I, I don't endorse people easily I've been following you for three years I think we've talked multiple times in the beginning and watching sure. you grow watching what you're doing and seeing what you're doing now it's like you're really doing it you're not faking it you're really doing it right thank you dude. and awesome job man appreciate thank it you. appreciate it Thank you, everybody, um, for listening. Mike Cuevos, the real estate marketing dude. I'm Johnny Moe. We're out. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.